0: The Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word.
1: Thank you for listening to Exploring the Word today. We're thankful that you would join us, and uh, we're going to have a day of Bible study, but we're also going to have a day of prayer. Uh, So much is going on, and we here, Alex and Bert, uh, we want to take time out to pray and ask God to help some people that must be having it difficult right now. Alex, uh, sometimes, you've been in the ministry a long, long time. I have as well. Uh, I have noticed this. It's not necessarily a principle, but it is a pattern. Seems like difficulty comes in groups.
2: Well, it really does. It really does. And, Bert, I thank you for uh, bringing this up, that we, we do need to pray together. Uh, because this is a Bible teaching show, but it's also really a ministry, and it's like a we say very often, one of the world's, if not the nation's largest Bible study. And I had planned that we would pray anyway, because, Bert, I wanted to pray for the folks in Mississippi over the weekend, of course, my heart sank when I saw all the devastation from the tornadoes in Mississippi, and I texted, uh, well, you and Tim wilman and Walker and Wesley and my AFA family. I texted to see how everybody was doing, and I want to talk about that because there was a lot of devastation in uh, Amory and different places. But also then, of course, as the whole nation grieves, the shooting in Nashville, Tennessee today at a private school, a private Christian school, um, we're told a 28 year old shooter uh, was the one that uh, did that terrible thing. And I called a pastor friend of mine outside of Nashville, Carlton Gerald. And Carlton is a friend and a colleague, and also helping us lead the Truth for a New Generation conference just in about three and a half weeks. But I wanted from someone there in the region to give us an update and then lead us in prayer. So, Uh, Reverend Carlton Gerald, uh, one of the staff pastors at Tennessee Valley Community Church in Paris, Tennessee. Carlton, first of all, welcome to Exploring the Word.
3: Thank you, Alex. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this.
2: Yes, well, uh, first of all, on behalf of people everywhere, um, condolences to the people of Tennessee for this tragedy that uh, was experienced in Nashville today.
3: Yes, it's a a sad day and me and the husband of uh, my wife is the superintendent of the schools in our town, uh, and then my parents were both educators, so anytime schools are affected, it, uh, it's a little bit closer.
2: Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. And, uh, I mean, beyond what is in the news, the Tragedy Covenant Christian School in Nashville. Carlton, what do you know about this?
3: It's everything you've I watched the last uh, update they're just uh, finding out just bits and pieces i you, you know it's uh that's one of the things today in our media things happen so when they happen we find about it so fast that it changes uh, minute by minute but they're talking about the person who may have been a a uh, former student um
4: mm.
3: so you just we just don't know and uh, I think the, the times like this you know. People say I'd like I'd like to have an answer, but I think even if we knew why, it's not really going to satisfy the hurt and the pain and the,
1: the suffering that we feel. Carlton, mm-hmm. this is Bert Harper. It's good to have you and thank you for joining us. It was three students and three adult staff members, and they were all right. killed. And the police responded as quickly as they could, and they, they were did. they were able to take care of that situation. Resulted in the death of the person who was shooting and. This is, uh, I get, it may be kindergarten through sixth grade, but I know it's through the sixth grade. So these were young students Mm -hmm. and uh, again, the coldness of someone's heart to do that. Uh, So we're, we are praying for them and praying for their parents, their loved ones, the fellow students. Uh, So we are, we have them in our prayers and being part of an educational family that you are, this is a fear today. Uh, among not just public schools but here it is a christian private school and uh it, it just it is, is no one's off limits these days are they
3: no they're not and in fact we have a preschool here at our church that we would have about 52 little boys and girls uh three and four year olds that come every day and um, safety is of the utmost, and we we constantly and I think we get lax. But the day and age we change, and then on Sunday morning we'll have hundreds of children here, and um, you know we get lax because we want our freedoms, we want to be able to come and go. But we also have to be uh, diligent in a, in a world that is just uh, racked with sin and pain and misery that just continues to to the onslaught. Satan is alive and well, and uh is loving what he's seeing in the world today. Mm.
2: It is so sad, and and Carl, I want to ask you to pray in just a moment. But uh, I, I've got to say this, and I don't want to take ten- attention away from the the grief that the people are feeling and condolences. But our nation needs to turn back to Christ, and I, I honestly Amen. believe that for for two centuries we enjoyed the the protective hand of God. I mean, we never heard things like this. And just in the last, I'm going to say, two decades, from the Columbine shooting to the present day, it seems like there's been repeated violence. And uh, guys, I believe the the protective hand of God, at least to a degree, has been, uh, I'm not going to say withdrawn, I'm going to say we pushed it away, and we need to yeah. turn back to the Lord. And uh, Bert, before Carlton uh, prays, Um, I know you're there in Mississippi, and I want us to pray for the people in Mississippi which are dealing with their own tragedy, the aftermath of the tornadoes. Bert uh, Harper, what do you know about the situation of the tornadoes and the damage?
1: Well, everyone knows about Rolling Fork. That town was just completely just wide. It was widespread through that whole town. And then just a few miles over, about 20 miles over, Silver City, a smaller area but again, he didn't hit hard. These were EF3 tornadoes that came mm. and hit them. And then uh, this lasted a long time. It stayed on the ground on other places. But then it came to uh, Amory, Mississippi. And, those of us, we were watching it here in Tupelo, my wife and I and others. Everybody didn't have to ask what everybody was doing Friday night. Most of us were in tune with what was going on and praying and looking for our safety, knowing where our safe room would be. And let me say this, right, uh, there's people in Amory that are hurting so bad. I mean, people that I know who's lost their home completely and uh, those that just don't know exactly what to do, they're exhausted uh, things like this, it's not just the loss of the home and the loss of those precious memories, more so than the the finances of it. It is devastating for is the intenseness of it, and uh, it just really is something that weighs heavily. So we want to pray for them, Rolling Fork, Silver City, uh, Amory, and all places just about in between there. There's been some devastation. So, Carlton, uh, we're going to put it on you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I know you you're a prayer warrior and you pray. So we're asking you to pray for us in Mississippi, but we're praying for those of you in Tennessee as well, brother.
3: Absolutely. Well thank you for the opportunity. Let's go to him. Father, we just come to you right now. Father, recognizing you as holy. Father, you're you're sovereign. You knew this was gonna happen. And Father, you also know the outcome. And Father, why we can't understand your ways. But And, Father, why things happen, we know that you're on your throne, and you will continue to be on your throne, and we look forward to the day we we all see you. And, Father, we praise, because we know that we're in a—our nation and our world is wrecked. All this is a consequence of sin, Father, sin that was— hmm. Yeah. That we decided we we're gonna do what we wanted to do, Father, long ago. And then when we wreak the consequences we question why, Father. But that's our human nature. But yes, you still love us. And Father, the great tragedies of last week with the tornadoes and all those that are hurt and Father, I know that you've proven yourself glorious and shown your glory and might through this already, through through those who have survived, those who are showing Christ's love on the ground. And Father I think opportunities like this are just that I, I, we are to turn back to you, that you show us these these things that happening, and then you say, "Here I am, come depend on me." Father, so many times we're self-sufficient and we want our own way, and it gets us into trouble every time. And then we see mm-hmm. things like today, and people are asking, "Why is this happening in this town? Why were these children murdered? Why were these why were these teachers murdered?" And Father. You tell us that's one of your commandments, and we choose—we want to pick and choose those wants, and this one brings a lot of things home to a lot of people, and it seems so tragic and senseless, and it is. But, Father, what you show is that we all have evil hearts, that, Father, that without you, Mm -hmm. we are nothing. And, Father, you're a good judge. You judge justly. You judge rightly. And, Father, you gave us that opportunity to be judged in a wonderful way through Jesus and I pray through all these tragedies that He'll be shown mighty and glorious, and Father, that those that are around the ground, I pray for the, the officers, and I pray for the emergency workers, and I pray for those teachers, and I pray for the staff, and for those in Mississippi, for those relief workers, and those those people that are clearing houses, and those people that are helping people get their lives put back to so Father. I pray that You'll give them an extra, an extra bit of energy and source to Father this to to show who You are. And, Father, we thank you most of all. It's in your Son, Jesus, who we claim yes. and know mm. as the Lord of the world. We thank you and we love you, and it's his, his name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. And uh, if you're just tuning in, this is Exploring the Word. We're speaking with Reverend Carlton Gerald, who is uh, in the region in Paris, Tennessee, but not far from Nashville. And I do want to say that uh, we look forward to being in Paris, Tennessee, April 21 through 23, Bert and I will be there in person, Abe Hamilton III, Will and Mickey Addison. It's going to be amazing, the Truth for a New Generation conference. And I just want to say this. Um, I I had several news agencies call me this afternoon about the, the Nashville shooting, and I said in every context, this is another another example of why we need the Lord. We need the protective hand of of the lord and and this nation can have it and so everybody listening i want to invite you to come to the truth for new generation event and let's join together we're going to get equipped we're going to hear some great teaching but we're we are going to pray and you can go to the website alexmcfarland.com alexmcfarland.com to learn about the event in paris tennessee uh, April 21 through 23, and Carlton, I, I want to say thank you and Steve Gallimore and Tennessee Valley Community Church for hosting us in three and a half weeks, but thank you for being yeah. with us right now on Exploring the Word to Pray, Pastor.
3: Thank you. It's a preplex opportunity, and Alex, don't forget, any pastors in the area, or if you're planning on coming to the coming to Friday, Saturday, and maybe even hanging around for Sunday, don't forget on uh, that Thursday at lunch, we're going to have a special um, Q&A, special time with Abraham Hamilton. Uh, it's being sponsored by uh, us and Love Worth Finding Ministries, Adrian Rogers' ministry. And it's just going to be a time of encouragement and we'll ask him to speak to pastors
5: Wonderful.
3: and encourage us on how we're to... Uh, Hey, we
2: got a break. Forgive me. we got a break. We're going to come back. We'll be in Mark 7 after this. Stay tuned. Exploring the Word is back after this. Stay with us.
1: This is Pause to Pray, a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today we pray for Judge Robert Gregory, Chief Judge for the United States Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. His court has jurisdiction over the District of Maryland as well as the Eastern District of North Carolina. Proverbs 28.5 reminds us of the importance of justice. Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Right now with this in mind, let's pray. Almighty God, we ask for guidance for Judge Robert Gregory as he presides over the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team, a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray.org.
0: People can do the same thing, even a good thing, for many different reasons, but Dr. Tony Evans says some are better than others. He'll talk about 3 different motivations for following Christ today as we spend 2 minutes with Tony.
6: First of all, you can obey him because you have to. Okay? are there things that you do in life just because you have to? You hate them. Like telling your kid to wash dishes. They're washing them. They're keeping your commandment, but they're hating every minute of it. Right? They're performing, but they hate it. Another reason is because you need to. Some of you going to work tomorrow for that reason. Okay? You need to. But when relationships get cultivated like they ought to, you want to. Okay? When you follow God's commandments, even though you don't like it, but you follow his commandments because you love him. I don't want to do it. Don't feel like doing it. Don't like doing it. But because it was you who said it, I will do it. That will be the cue to God Almighty and the Lord Jesus Christ to take you to the next level. And the next level is to, we saw in John, to disclose himself to you. Because you follow the command, he will disclose himself to you so that you see him at a different depth, at a different level.
0: Learn more about what it takes to develop a close and vibrant relationship with the Lord. Check out Tony's CD series, Pursuing Christ, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony.
1: We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. Remembering before our God and Father Your work of faith and labor of love And steadfastness
0: of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ 1 Thessalonians 1-3 American Family Radio Welcome back to Exploring the Word On American Family Radio
4: Welcome
1: back to Exploring the Word Uh, What a song for today A day of prayer Matter of fact Alex, how would you like the last segment to be a prayer time for people to call in with a prayer request today and someone who would pray? Now, we don't want a long, lengthy prayer, but someone that would would utter a prayer. I think it would be a great day for prayer today. Do you think that?
2: I, I do, too. I, and there's just such power in when we unite our hearts together and we agree in prayer. You know, the Bible talks about two or three gathered in his name and Agreeing in prayer, Bert, I really do think there's power in that, don't you? I
1: do. God expects us to pray. God wants us to pray. God responds to prayer. He really does. Matter of fact, usually prayer does more for us and uh, brings us to that place of humility and worship of Him. And so we're going to make today, in that last segment, a day of prayer. But let me share this. We're just talking about Mississippi and helping. Uh, there's always scams that go on during this period of time. Uh, it was here in Mississippi. Let me just say this. It wasn't six hours before people started putting up things in the website saying you can send your money. And it was nothing more than a scam, but there's some legitimate ministries. And one of them that we work with closely is eight days of hope. Matter of fact, Steve Tiber uh, is going to be with us tomorrow and going to give us some update about what's taking place in Amory. So if you're looking for helping there, eight days of hope. I know I heard Franklin Graham say that Samaritan's purse was on the ground there in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. So listen, in these ministries that uh, they help people, they they clean up, they put tarps on roofs, they but they share Jesus Christ. What an opportunity! To, to have this and so remember eight days of hope samaritan's birth if you can't work with them and go volunteer financially you can get on their website and it's safe and it is secure and it is good so alex i wanted to pass that along
2: Well, amen, and you're right, Eight Days of Hope is a great ministry, completely legitimate, and we've known them and uh, partnered and worked with them for years, and uh, in fact, I think one of the very first years we ever partnered with them, it was my joy to help out and be on the ground, physically working with them, and uh, it's it's a great ministry, and I look forward to hearing from Steve Tiber tomorrow. Well, we are in Mark, the Gospel of Mark, and we're at Mark chapter 7 today, and you know, Bert, um, it's interesting how the Pharisees were critical of Jesus and his disciples, uh, some of whom were eating with unwashed hands, right? Right. Uh, well, it's one thing to have unwashed hands. It's another thing to have an unwashed heart.
1: <laughs> now, and, what was this uh, <laughs> unwashed hands? Let me see. Is that the ninth <laughs> commandment? Uh, where, where where does that fall in under the law? Uh, I don't remember where it is. Do you? It is not there. Uh, yeah, Notice, yeah. and, and we, we're going to go through this pretty quickly. Notice what it says because this is so plain. Verse 5, the Pharisees and scribes asked Jesus, why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, it, Alex? Oh, women! They. I thought.
2: I thought we were supposed to follow the revelation of the Lord. Oh, me! But, but, but this is the tradition of the elders.
1: That's all, You know, we're to follow truth until it gets in the way of our tradition. Okay, mm, you, you right. got that? You know. Uh, Don't you need to change your conference in Paris to tradition matters rather than truth matters? I mean, come on, Alex. (laughs)
2: Uh, You you know what? It's funny. Over the weekend, I had the joy, and i got to give a quick shout-out to Bennettsville, South Carolina. Bert, we had an amazing time down there at Thomas Memorial Baptist Church with Pastor Josh Hilton. And because I had given a shout-out on the radio, we had a lot of people come from uh, parts of South Carolina and some across the border from, like, Rockingham, North Carolina. And I know many people are listening out, but I want to say thank you, uh, because yesterday in some of our sessions at Bennettsville, South Carolina, we talked about the courage to follow truth, the courage to follow truth. Now, Jesus is going to quote Isaiah 29 here in a minute, but let me say this. There were unwashed hands, the critics with an unwashed heart, but also with an unread Bible. Because Jesus says of these Pharisees that are being so judgmental, He says, "'Well half Isaiah prophesied of you, hypocrites, as it is written, "'This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. "'How be it in vain they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men.'" Mm-hmm and you know folks we've got to remember what are the revelation the revelations of god that christ is the son of god he rose from the dead we are saved by putting our faith in jesus uh morally you know proverbs 14:34 that righteousness will exalt a nation but sin will dismantle a nation and we're watching that bert uh this is no time for empty tradition but this is time for god's living truth
1: preach it brother now verse eight is one of the saddest commentaries that you Mm. can ever have concerning those who say they're following god for laying aside the commandment of god you hold the tradition of men laying Mm. aside what god says in order to follow man's traditions and alex this has been going on and it still goes on and it's washing of pitchers and cups, these such things. They were just there. In verse 9, all too well, you reject the commandment of God. First, they take the This is preaching now. They First, they take the tradition of the elders. Secondly, they lay aside the commandment of God. Now, thirdly, they reject the commandment. Verse 9, all too well, you reject the commandment of God. Alex? Uh, do you see this downward spiral? And we've talked about it in America. That's what's yeah. happened to the many churches. It's what's happened to people. They take this, bo- this bottom, bottomless, bottomless spiral, and they reject God's—they take up what they think. The tradition of men is what I think about, my truth, not your truth, God, my truth, and they reject the commandment of God. When that happens, mm-hmm. you're looking at what's happening in our world today
2: well uh we we have got to get back to the revelation of god and you know one of the great attributes of a revival a true move of god's holy spirit is a renewal of the view of the authority of scripture And you know what, Uh, we love to teach, we love to open the Word and proclaim, but we've got to, every one of us, to take the Word of God for what it says. And Jesus goes on, he says, Full well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say, gift, by whatsoever mightest you be profited by me, he shall be free. Now, now, here's the thing. In other words, Mom and Dad, I'm doing you a big favor to honor you. I'm doing you a big old a gift to look after you. No, it's an honor. It, it really is an honor. So there was much about outward religiosity and a show rather than a heart yielded to God, a life led by the Spirit, and behavior and actions that really were God-honoring. Now, this is very sad in verse 13. Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many much, many such things do ye. Uh, Bert, we know the word of God does not return void, but to make the Word of God of no effect is really to put the preferences and really just the, the ideas of man over the Word of God. Uh, Bert, isn't it important to keep um, in mind uh, the distinction between convictions versus preferences?
1: Oh, listen, people people's gotten more arguments, churches have gotten in more fusses over those than anything else I know. Now, going back to the Corbin, here's what they were doing. They knew God's word said for us to honor our fathers and our mothers to take care of them. But they were taking their money, and they say, oh, this money belongs to God. And so we're not going to spend it on our fathers and mothers. Now, we're not talking about tithe here. We're talking about their extra money. And they say, we're not going to spend it on our fathers and mothers and their care. We're going to put it into what? the temple, the synagogue, and guess who got money out of that, Alex?
2: Huh, the Pharisees the and religiously. The Pharisees, religious
1: exactly yeah. right. They not only was not taking care of it, they were dishonoring them and putting them in a situation, and they were trying to use, again, the tradition of men and elevating that to the commandment of God. That's exactly, and not only did they elevate it, they— made it preeminent. They made their tradition and what they thought preeminent over the word of God. So that's what they were doing. And Jesus was calling them on it, and they were caught. He used this illustration about, and you're telling me you are fussing about my men not washing their hands ceremonially before they eat, and you are treating your mom and your dad this way, dishonoring Mm -hmm. them, and saying, oh, we're spiritual, this is God's money. Alex, this is the height of hypocrisy.
2: Well, it really is. Now, in 14 through 20, Jesus says, uh, you know, it's not something that is without, that enters into a man and defiles him, but the things which come out of him that are they which defile the man. If any man has ears, let him hear, verse 16. And he he goes, uh, he says to the, the people, are you without understanding also? Because here's the thing, uh, the words of our mouth reflect the state of our soul, our mind, our, our heart. The Bible talks about the heart of man being the innermost part. And he goes on, and I'm going to tell you, this is another reason that I think the Bible is the Word of God. This is just very, very frank, forthright teaching that if they were making up the Bible, a lot of scholars have said, look, it's... Uh, The Bible is not very genteel. Uh, It doesn't beat around the bush. I mean, there are things about the Bible, I'm just going to say, are pretty earthy. Jesus says that, you know, things that you eat, they enter into a man uh, and go out into the draft, uh, verse 19. And so it's not just the food you eat or the, the cleanliness of your hands, but it's the state of your heart. The thoughts, the words, the behaviors reveal the, the state of the soul, not what you ate or did you handle it with your bare hands. Uh, it's not what goes in but what comes out,
1: isn't it? It is. Now listen to this list. Paul was famous for his list, but Jesus, <laughs> he had a, quite a There's list. It was a too. list, too. It was a list. Listen, for from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile a man. Here were these Pharisees, they're saying, oh, look at what they're doing. And Jesus is saying, let me just put it this way. he He's turning the table. He said, Looks what, look what's coming out of you. You have mm. pride. You're putting yourself above God. You're covetous. You don't want to share the money even with your mom and dad and you wanna take it. Wickedness, deceit, the whole issue is there in that list. And and so Alex, he, he they wouldn't dare thinking about adultery. But right. hey, it was really idolatry. They were putting they were worshiping their traditions more than worshiping God, weren't they?
2: Well, it's almost like he, he, if in the modern era, he might have said, look, hand, sanit- hand sanitizer is the least of your problems, <laughs> y- you know. Yeah. Uh, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. Well, in 24 through 30, there's a, another very famous vignette. Uh, the Syro-Phoenician woman is healed. And after this, they go to the borders of Tyre and Sidon, enter into a house, and would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. Bert, the the crowd is aware of the Savior.
1: They are. Alex, let's take this. You're out of Jewish territory. When it says Tyre and Sidon, you've entered in. There may be some Jews there, but not very many. You're in Gentile territory this is a Greek a Syrophoenician woman the man is a is is a, a Gentile and and here it is Jesus is bringing truth to them. this is the only place that we have listed in the scriptures that Jesus is out of what you would call the Palestinian what we would know that today he he was in Judea yes in the southern. He would go across the Jordan River and come up and be in Nazareth, and he would go through Samaria. But this is the only time. And and Mark 5, Matthew fifteen covers the Syrophoenician woman, but there's something mm-hmm. unique about the deaf and dumb man. Mark's the only one that covers this story. He is the only one that covers this and uh, talks about this man and what took place in his life. I thought that was been, uh,
3: unique.
2: Amen. Amen. Well. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, so oftentimes in the Gospels, the Lord will do a miracle or or set forth a teaching, but also make a, a lesson out of it. Um, there, there was a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit and came and fell at his feet. She was Greek, and she besought him that he would cast forth a devil out of her daughter. Now, here's what Jesus says that, It's not harsh, but it's for the teaching of a lesson. Hey, the children get fed first, and then, you know, you uh, don't take the bread of the children, cast it to the dogs or the Gentiles. She said, yeah, but the dogs will eat the crumbs under the table. And he's saying, look, this is great faith. Because she was saying, look, we understand, first to the house of the children of Israel, but me as a Greek woman, I'll take whatever crumbs I can get. And he says... For this, go thy way, the devil has gone out of thy daughter. Believe it or not, this was very, very um, strong belief and faith, wasn't it?
1: It really was. She was not going to be put off. Uh, the disciples tried to keep her away. Jesus' first thing wasn't saying, oh, come on, I've been waiting on you. No, it was a little bit there, but she persisted. Hey, we're going to be back. We want your phone calls. We're asking for prayers and prayer requests today. That number, 888 Friendships
0: is offering an exciting opportunity for young adults who want to grow in their walk with God, become physically fit, and learn relief ministry while serving in the Middle East. This is an amazing opportunity to serve God and experience Israel. Check out Seahawks' one-year scholarship program at friendships.org or call 337-433-5022. That's 337-433-5022. The next session begins August 19th.
2: Are you willing to play second violin in your marriage? Next time on Focus on the Family, Gary Thomas describes how serving, affirming, and committing to your spouse, above all others, will give you a greater marriage than you could ever imagine. You'll learn what it means to really cherish your spouse on the next Focus on the Family with Jim
0: Daly. Focus on the Family is heard each weekday morning at 5 o'clock Central on American Family Radio. The following is not an actor, but a real life story from Trinity Debt Management.
5: I'm Corey and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity. And so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt, I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys, you will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself. Because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders, and they are a Christian-based company. I love it.
7: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813.
5: I'm Corey, and I'm debt-free for keeps.
7: 1-800-788-1813. The only
8: thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. What is the proper role of government? Romans chapter 13 outlines government's function, and it is basically this to restrain or to punish wickedness, and to reward righteousness. Government was never intended to be our savior. Government is our servant. As we focus on our civil occupations and our civic engagement responsibilities, let us never forget that government is not our God. We don't put our trust in it. We put our trust in our Christ. As a result, what we want is a government that stays out of our way and leaves room for our church to do our business of fulfilling
0: the Great Commission. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio.
2: Welcome back to Exploring the Word. What a joy to be on the radio, looking at the Word of God, uh, talking with people. Our hearts are heavy about the damage in Mississippi with the tornadoes, the shooting in Nashville, and the, the, the tragedy there. So we are going to pray, and the number is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. I think I've got uh, Jack from Iowa on. Jack, are you there? Hello? Hello, Jack. Yes, you're on, Jack. Are, do I have it correct? Are you in Indiana or Iowa?
4: I'm in Indiana.
2: Wow. Well, thank you. And and you want to uh, lead us in a word of prayer, Jack?
4: Yes. Yes. Thank you for your uh, your 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 obedience to the word. There, you're a blessing. To, you're a blessing to us, sir. And I, I thank you very much, Heavenly Father. I come here with these brothers and just give you thanks for their ministry just give you thanks for their their guidance dear God, that you instill in their hearts to spread the word to spread the gospel i lift up those dear god in this tragedy of this tornado that's taking place dear god i pray that you would send those authentic believers that would come and serve and be with eight days of hope whether it be washing clothes or helping debris be removed or just show up to pray place their hands on somebody, dear God, to give them direction, to surround them with the 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 uh, obedience that you uh, place them to have on their heart and their mind, dear God, to instill hope in others, to bring your son glory, to bring your name glory, uh, lift up those in this tragedy of this shooting, that you would send those, dear God, those missionaries that to surround them and counsel those kids, dear God, that uh been brought through this tragedy and the parents and the adults has been brought through this tragedy here to god i instill that you would instill hope and and love in those families and bring bring them the the relief from the grief that has come upon them i pray against any deceitfulness dear god that's taken place that your word would be proclaimed that you would receive glory for it yes. a great testimony would be brought forth and we ask
1: these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, Jack. Thank you mm. so much. listen, this is awesome. People in Indiana praying for the people in Tennessee and Mississippi. and that's what we're doing today. Prayer request. Let me put one in uh, uh one of the best friends. She was like a grandmother to our three sons, Alex Sylvia, and her mm. house was destroyed in Amory and oh, uh, we're I'm so, uh, so I want everybody write the name Sylvia down. And just pray for Sylvia, godly, godly woman, uh, one of the greatest women I've ever had the privilege of knowing, and we're praying Mm. for her and her family. We thank God for that. And that number, we still got numbers open, lines open, is 888-589-8840. Where to next, Alex?
2: Uh, We're going to go to Kentucky. David in Kentucky, thanks for holding. And I believe you've got a prayer request. Is that right, David?
7: Yes, sir. Thank you much for taking my request. Um, my wife, Stacey Ackley, she's uh, been fighting Lyme disease for w- over 12 years. Hard to know exactly where because she went misdiagnosed for a number of years and and uh, it's just caused a lot of havoc and uh, uh, hardship on the family trying to raise kids and her dealing with all that. It's just, uh, yeah,
1: much appreciate any prayers we can get amen thank you david we are praying so alex david from kentucky father i pray that you would help david right now father with his wife the lyme disease the difficulty of all that dealing with it over years and years god we pray that you would bring some glory to that whatever you would do we pray for some relief for them because the pressure that will build is so much on people and i pray for david and his wife we pray for sylvia And for her family, I pray you'd give them guidance and leadership, not just to Sylvia, but all of those who've lost their homes, many who have lost loved ones. Father, bless them. Help them in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Where to next, Alex?
2: We're going to go to Texas. uh, Pedro in Texas. Pedro, are you there?
9: Uh, Yes, sir. I'm here.
2: Yes. And you wanted to say a prayer?
9: Uh yes I wanted to say a prayer for the the shooting victims and the shoot the school shooting that happened today in Nashville.
2: Yes. Uh, well go ahead I and lead
9: us. Words. I, could, I don't know what kind of words I could say to comfort the families that lost their little ones uh and the and the adults that were involved in it. Um I just know that it's very painful because we lost two little ones uh back in the Uvalde shooting and I just we've gotten a lot of help and support from those kind of people from everyone and i just wanted to say a prayer for him
2: amen leaders uh
9: father god we thank you for another day that you have blessed us with and we just ask that you please comfort the, the people the parents that lost their their little loved ones their little babies and the teachers that were killed uh we just ask that you please watch over them and keep them safe and we just ask that you guide their hearts in their minds into and into and your love, into your arms, and to let them know that you're there with them and that you have everything under control, and and to not have any kind of hate and resentment of what, of what happened. Uh, we know it's kind of hard to do, but we just ask that you please be there for them 100, percent and thank you for always being there for us.
1: Amen. 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 Alex, does that remind Amen. you comfort with the comfort that you've been comforted with? So, Amen. Pedro, thank you. We got another wow. prayer request. Our producer, Brent, wants us to pray for his mother in law, Janice, uh, just mm. a great woman. Uh I listen, when a man talks about his mother in law being a great woman, I I love that, and that blesses That's me. Very, very precious. It isn't is, it? and we will do that. If she's listening, Brent will let her know. But we want to add uh Janice to that prayer uh list as well. Where to next? Amen.
2: Uh, Mary in Kansas Mary thank you for holding uh, welcome to Exploring the Word
5: thank you I would like to pray for the school shooting, I didn't know about it until a few minutes ago when I turned your show, show on but I, my prayer to God is that this situation will break wake up parents from all Democrats, Republicans I don't care if you're atheists or what you are take this situation and look at it the children, it should come first, not what we politically want. So please take the prayer warriors will be able to reach out to everyone and that the awakening to keep going on and that the situation that these children and teachers gave their life for will not be in vain and that everybody would wake up quit teaching each other to hate and God, you have to give us the strength to do that, I know, but we've got to be willing to ask you for it. Yes. So, everybody, tonight, at this moment, pray to God and ask Him for the strength to fight this situation. In Jesus'
1: name, I pray. Amen. Amen, Amen. Mary. Amen. Amen. We, wow. Alex, could we go to Reed in Louisiana next? He's he Reed. Amen. Where?
7: Uh, where are are? Alex?
1: Yeah. Where are you, brother? Hey,
7: Bert and Alex, it's a privilege to be on the air with you guys. I've been listening to you for years. Uh, I am from Louisiana, but I'm working in Shaw, Mississippi, and I'm traveling from Shaw, Mississippi to Vicksburg, and I'm um, heading out 61. I'm just north of Roaring Fork, and I'd like to say a quick
1: prayer. Thank you, man. On my... Amen, Reed. Thank you, man. Go ahead.
7: All right. Father in heaven, I thank you for this day. This is a beautiful day you created for us, Lord. Uh, you know all things, and you are Lord over all. Father, I know that uh, I'm approaching a town that is grieving, that is folks are in pain. There's devastation and destruction, and Lord, uh, I just want to lift up these folks in this town and every town that got hit by this by this storm. And Lord, I know that you're in control, and you're Lord over all. And I pray for the peace of these folks. I pray for those who are around us, who are working diligently to help these folks out. I lift them up to you, Lord, and I let your light shine upon these folks. And I pray all these things in the blessed name of Jesus
1: Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Reed, you be safe. We. Uh, I, I know you're not getting in those roads, but I talked to some people that were in Amory yesterday, Alex, and yes. they, were, they were down there to help. But still looking at all the trees, the damage in the streets, you had to negotiate those. So it's still very, very dangerous there. So we're praying for their safety. Uh, those wow. the, the linemen uh, know folks that work for the power companies, and, man, they're trying to restore power And that, let me just tell you, it's not an easy job. It's a hard job, and we need to pray for their safety and uh, as they get the electrical power back on. And by the way, we're still asking for prayer requests, prayers. We got time for them. We got lines open. That number is triple eight five eight nine eight eight four zero. Go ahead, Alex. Amen.
2: Well, my home state of North Carolina is—is this Vajin? Do I have your number correct? I mean, your name uh, correct?
8: you you have it correct sir
2: well god bless you well welcome to the program would you lead us in a word of prayer
8: father we come before you today in the name of your son jesus christ bringing these situations before you god you are god that sits high and look low lord yes. nothing escapes you oh god because we know you see all oh god and you are yet in control God, we pray for this school shooting that took place out there mm. and the lives that was taken, oh God, the little ones, oh God, the adults, oh God. We know that those children, oh God, are in your hands and we pray, Lord God, that you will comfort the hearts and the minds of the ones that's left here to grieve, oh God. Lord, even though the adults, oh God, lives that were taken, oh God, you have them in your hands, oh God. And we pray for strength and endurance for the loved ones that are left behind, oh God. We pray for the Mississippi situation, the storm that hit there, those tornadoes that hit there, God, that the lives will be restored, oh God, there, and that buildings will be restored and rebuilt and communities they would come together, God, and love and with one accord to help assist, oh God, in whatever area, O oh God, that needs to be assisted in. God, we just pray for this world on today, God, the schools, mm. oh God, that the, the world in general, God, that the man's heart will be turned back to you, G. For you say, if my people which are called by your name will humble themselves, seek your face and pray, and turn from their wicked way, then would we hear from heaven. You will forgive our sins, and God, you would heal the land. And God, we are praying that healing will come to the land, O God. In the mighty name of G, that revival will break out, Lord God, in the heart of the People, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give your name the glory, honor, and pray. We thank you for this, yes. this radio station, God. Lord, we thank you for exploring the family, oh God, and everyone that have a part in sharing the gospel, oh God, and praying for people, oh God. And Lord, getting the word out that you are still in control. This we ask in the name of the Father, son. And the precious Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, we pray and thank you for all things. Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. 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 <laughs> Sister, I love to hear you pray. If Woo. if we get your info, I want to send you a copy of our 100 Bible questions and answers. Sister, you have blessed my heart and revived my soul. And if, if uh,
1: the, the we'll, gentleman can get your address. We'll get that. Get we'll get that. We Hang want, on, Vajene, because we're getting someone on the line, and he'll get back to you. And we want to do that, Alex. Amen, brother. Go ahead.
2: Now, this is this kind of praying is going to make a difference. Amen. <laughs> Listen, it's already uh, made a difference in
1: Bert <laughs> Harper. So, uh, amen. But, yeah,
2: M- Marty in Indiana. Marty, are you there?
0: Yes. Can you hear me? Hey,
2: Marty. Welcome, welcome. W- would you lead us in a word of prayer? Can you hear me? Yes, sir.
1: Go right yeah, ahead. We got go you. Go ahead, Marty. We're you. You're on the air. So go ahead and pray. Yes. Brother. I just wanted to take a moment to pray
0: for um, for our nation. I mean, this tragedy, all these tragedies are pointing uh, and should be pointing us to somebody that gives us hope. And that's amen. Jesus Christ. Oh, amen. Yes.
2: Amen. Lead us.
0: Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you today, Lord, and our hearts are broken for the tragedy, whether it be through these tornadoes or through these school shootings and these shootings all across the nation. Lord, it points to one thing, and that is that that this world is is full of sin and, and the curse of sin, and the only cure is found in Jesus Christ. And, Lord, we just pray that in all of this, Lord, that it, that people would cry out to you and seek you in this time of need. Lord, we just pray that this continuing revival of hearts would, would just consume this nation once again, that we would lean towards you and not towards the desires of self. So, Lord, we ask Lord, somehow in all this tragedy, may you be glorified and may may people be
1: drawn unto you. And we ask it in Christ, our Savior's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Marty, so Amen. much. Alex, we've got a, basically just about a minute and a half left. and Would you mind leading us yeah. in prayer and uh, and just take yes. us out? And we, we thank God for the opportunity to worship the hymn today, don't we?
2: We do. Folks, this has been a special edition of Exploring the Word, and uh, you can read on in the end of Mark 7 and get into Mark 8, but we did want to devote maximal time to prayer. and In fact, Bert, I'm going to pray right now. Father, in the strong name of Jesus, as our listeners have uh, articulated and we agree, Lord, we come before you in the name of Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Lord, we know you defeated sin, death, and the grave. And Lord, we are praying that you would defeat darkness and evil carnality sin in our nation father god we beg we pray that your holy spirit would call america to christ that 300 million americans every single person would in their heart call out to the lord and say dear god help us forgive our sin restore our nation father subdue evil elevate righteousness give our leaders wisdom and truth And may we as a nation experience revival. We ask it in Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, Alex, so much. And we appreciate those who called in. Jack, Marty, David, Pedro, Marty, Reed. uh, uh, And we just thank you so much. And we ask that God would bless you. And all of those people that are in Mississippi, we're praying for you. Those in Tennessee, we're praying for you. So continue to bombard heaven. Isn't that right, Alex?
2: Exactly. Folks, thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you. Hey, look, may may God draw you closer to Himself, and may every one of us tell the world about Jesus. He is our true and only
4: hope.
9: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.